Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I am one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. Alongside me, we have David. Stan Spoopy. Stan Spoopy, also known as Nightly. Uh, Nighty Night could not make it tonight, so Freddie, uh, you are in our spirits. <laughs> it's just us tonight. Just us tonight. We are a group of knights with an absolute love of film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down and discuss the ultimate question, why horror? So hit the lights, sit back, and let the darkness envelope you. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife, and that's night with a what? K. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on a majority of podcast services around the world. Keeping... The Carolus Christmas Strong with Better Watch Out. Better Watch Out. <laughs> By Chris Peckover. Well, this was an interesting one. <laughs> this is quite the interesting movie. Um, first and foremost, thoughts? Um, I did not know what I was expecting. and What a fucking ride, right? right? Yeah, what I <laughs> watched was unexpected, completely. I mean, it was... It was fun, but it made me mad. Sure. I wanted to I wanted to throw hands when I was watching this movie. I was pissed. <laughs> I was aggravated, but at the same time, I was like, wow, this movie is doing its job. Because yeah. that's what it wants me to do. It wants me yeah. to be upset. It wants me to watch to f- see what the outcome is. And it really actually kept me hooked. 100%. Now, I know Freddie is not here, uh, but I already know Freddie has seen this movie. Excuse me. And Freddie, his words exactly are, this movie is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> and it is. It, it is a pretty messed up movie. Um, I enjoy this movie. I, I, I've i seen this a few times. I've only seen it once before in its entirety. Okay. But uh, this is my second full, complete watch through. And I want to say, like, every time I've watched it, like, I kept forgetting the ending. I don't know why. Really? Like, yeah, I always forgot the ending. And it, it was just... It, it still caught me off guard when I watched it this second time. And I was like, like, I don't remember that at all. I remember every other scene except for, like, that ending. And then, I don't know. Maybe I watched an alternate ending. I don't know. Um, but well, I think horror movies are known for kind of, you know, not really pulling it together for the ending. But I feel like this is a movie where it had a really memorable ending. Yeah, this was, this was a perfect ending. I, I chuckled when it ended. I was like, yeah. wow, I, I like that ending a lot. It was and great. I, yeah, and I, I felt like I'm going to remember that ending because not many movies, horror films, could pull it off. 100%. Um, this is a movie I would actually watch again. I actually text Bella right after <laughs> watching it. I was like, I just watched a fucked up movie. <laughs> um, and I told her I wanted to tell her about it, but I, I think I'm going to just have us watch it together. Yeah, this is a, a good popcorn flick, um, a good date movie for sure. Uh, and it's actually a very festive movie for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Um, so it's it, it's perfect for the time being. Um, but the thing that I... I, I I like the most about this movie is how it flips a few times. Yeah. Like it, it really keeps you on it on your toes. Like, like the, the beginning, you're just like, okay, like, Oh, maybe this is a home invasion movie. And then it flips. Yeah. And it turns into something else. And then it changes into a slasher. And then this movie is nuts. It's in the actors are all kids. Mm-hmm. Um, except for probably a couple, but, um, the fact that they're all kids is was awesome. 
Yeah. I was like, holy shit. It like, makes it feel so much more twisted. Right. Yeah. Like, it, 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 and I know you said you have a problem with, like, kids being tortured and yeah. things like that. Like, how was this movie for so you? So, you guys gave me that disclaimer, or you guys hinted, like, oh, it's going to probably be rough for you. So, yeah. because you guys had said that, the bar was high. Like I or not high, but as you're, far on, as you're on you're on edge. I was you're, on you're, edge. You're yeah, cautious. I thought it was gonna get really twisted and dark. So yeah. I do that to mentally prepare myself. And for what happened, um, I was expecting more, so I was okay. Good. But at the same time, I was like, "Damn, this is fucked." I think we're so the the the, the main protagonist. She's seventeen in the film. Right. Clearly. She, as an actress, I don't think she's actually 17. Who knows? Uh, this was 2016 when this came out. 2017. 2017, excuse me. Yeah, when this came out. Um, I want to say she was maybe 17, 18. Wow, okay. I think, I think she was actually right on right on that. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the thing that gets me is like um, children being sexually taken advantage of, right? Sure. This, and uh, yeah. Some of that happens in here, but right. it's very small scale in it's comparison subtle. to how media, how far media can take it right. to portray a, a story yeah. um, about how important it, wasn't it is as to see that. It intense as like, I spit on your grave or last house on the left with like rape scenes. Exactly. I was, I was expecting rape scenes, honestly. And that's what scared me when you guys it brought was it rough. up. Yeah. Um, I really, really appreciate how this protagonist in the movie, she um, wasn't... De- the typical damsel in distress yeah, she, all alone. She wasn't, and she wasn't like a ditz. Yeah. Either. She I, was smart. Honestly, I've thought, I've thought about myself in these scenarios and how I would react. And I feel she, I feel like she reacted a lot like how I would react. Right. Responsibly. Uh, yeah. Well, not only that, but just thinking on your feet, a lot of people like will, I mean, of course it's different when you're in the moment, right? But like a, sure. a lot of people will freak out and not know what to do and make really dumb decisions. And the whole genre is based off people screaming at, at the screen be like no what are you doing right but this girl is like doing all this stuff yeah trying to survive Gross. exactly Ugh. and i bet people are screaming like that's smart keep doing that you know so i appreciate that same actually yeah i i was very happy that we had a, a smart protagonist for this movie and and uh i i want to say her name is olivia delonge um but she she did a great job acting in this role she did, and um, I've seen her before. Um, Dijon—that's her her last name. Uh, I've seen her before. I've seen I've seen her work before, and um, it's fine. Like I, she was in the visit, that was wh- where she was pretty much well known from. Uh, M Night Shyamalan's The Visit. Never watched it, but um, I've heard of it. Yeah, actually, the the best friend who's in this movie is also her little brother in oh. The Visit. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. And that was made in 2015. Okay. Um, but after this, like, I she hasn't done a crazy amount. She was in the TV series, the new one that was on Netflix called The Society, uh, Stray Dolls. Yeah, like, a lot of this stuff that I've never heard of before. Um, the S- Society is the la- latest one. Um but she is actually playing uh, Priscilla in the Elvis Presley movie. Oh, really? So, yeah, wow. so that's that's huge. Yeah. So we'll probably be, after that we'll probably see her a lot more. Was this so? This film is a Shutter exclusive. Did it go straight to Shutter? Did was it? Uh, did it have a theatrical release? That's that's a great question. Uh, yeah, it did have a theatrical okay. release. Actually, um, I I I watched this movie. Um, 
not necessarily on Shutter before. The first time I watched this, is, this movie was on Netflix, I think, for a while. Oh, okay. That's um, good to hear. Cause, yeah, because I could see this movie doing really well Yeah. Um, if it was more accessible. 100%. Because I was looking for it, and then I found out it, it is tough. exclusive. Yeah, yeah, it was tough because it, it was really circuited in Australia. Yeah. Um, but, hey. Better watch out. Directed by Chris Peckover, released October 6, 2017, theatrical for the U.S. Uh, before that, it was 2016 for uh, festivals, uh, fantastic festivals where this was presented. Um, I couldn't find a budget for it. Um, yeah. I assume this movie wasn't a lot of money. Yeah. Because um, the house was, the was fantastic. Yeah. And, and the fact that they stayed in the house and around the house worked great mm-hmm. um and we had just a few set of actors that we got to play with um but it was a box office of 100 100 000, um and a runtime of one hour and 29 minutes with a score of 89 percent on rotten tomatoes say 106 thousand 106 thousand dollars was its box office really yeah and honestly Probably two faults in this one, right? Where one, they probably couldn't get a wide theatrical release, so it was probably circling uh, around like more indie, yeah, yeah, kabukis and things like that. Makes sense. Um, but on top of that, they released this in October, two uh, months before Christmas. Too early. It was way too, too early. early. Yeah, way too they early. It on the Halloween this. vibe, even though it's like a thriller slasher. I wouldn't right. really call it horror. Well, I guess. Yeah, it, it's a genre film. Yeah, like it, it's not necessarily it, it is horrifying. Like the things that are yeah, happening for definitely. sure are, ter- are terrifying. But um, it is definitely more of a film that is very comedic. Yeah, like there's a lot of comedic relief in this movie. Um, but I feel like it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like it, it never felt like oh wow this feels forced. Like it felt appropriate in most of the moments. Like that were that call causing for for it to be funny. And yeah, God, that, that little kid, man, uh, Garrett. He was great. He was the best friend. Yeah. Oh, God, I love that kid. He was oh. great. Oh, man, there were so many moments where I was just shouting for him to, like, get it together. and Me just too. like Yeah. Ugh. Oh, fucking Garrett. We'll talk about Garrett. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump into the plot. We open to joy to the world while a snowman is smiling to the camera. A kid with an axe smashes the head of the snowman. Then there's this little girl who starts to scream and calls him a little butt fucker (laughs) (laughs) while she chases him around the yard. Um, And I I said here, I was like, right off the bat, we can kind of tell what kind of the movie this is going to be. Yeah, starting off with a huge smiling snowman in front of uh, another gothic title. Which the title was great. Yeah, the title was great. So uh, the camera starts to pan up and we actually stop on the the title card uh, where it says better watch out. And you have these little garnishings around the the actual title. It, it it looked awesome. It was it was a very very nice touch. And the garnishing had guns in it. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it had like like two pistols oh, inside damn. the garnishing. And I was like, I was like, huh. I didn't notice it either until yeah. this this time around. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I love it. Um, do 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 we. Uh, people are outside enjoying the snow in the winter festivities, and we kind of get these little montages of people kind of jumping around. Uh, we see a car driving in the snow when the camera jumps into the passenger seat, and we meet our protagonist, Ashley. She's on the phone with her mom. She's letting her know that she has to babysit tonight and saying that it's going to be her last night babysitting before she goes off to college. Yep. Which, uh, man, rooting for her. 
Uh, her mom thinks she is going to actually sneak off to see Ricky, and she continues to tell her, no, I'm not going to go see Ricky. Uh, Ashley slams on the brake right before she is about to strike a cat in the middle of the snowy street. She gains enough composure to continue forward, and she forgot that she was on the phone with her mom, but she picks it back up anyway. Um, a black SUV starts their engine as well and begins to follow her. So, obviously, this portion here was mainly probably to trick us. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, have us feel like, okay, this is probably going to be a home invasion movie. I felt like that would have worked a little bit better if they played on the home invasion a little bit longer. Yeah, exactly. Because um, that, that, the car just felt a little less necessary. Um, it literally was made for um, just to trick the audience. Yeah, yeah and 100%. To build suspense. Yeah, it was to build suspense because we panned on the car for a while and we watched the car drive off and follow her. Yeah. So, but in reality, it just it just was driving by. It, it just was a yeah. coincidence. And I think that's actually a really good whole representation of the entire movie. Some things are just not what they seem. Exactly. No, that's a great that's a great outlook. Uh, we cut to the house that Ashley is going to ba- going to be at to babysit, and we meet both Luke and Garrett. Uh, Luke is coming up with uh, with ways to woo Ashley and uh, try to caress her, <laughs> <laughs> while Garrett is playing video games and trying to give him some shitty advice. Boy, these boys are fucking horny. <laughs> yeah, they're young. They're really young. They're really young. Uh, Luke really likes her, but Garrett is letting him know that he pretty much doesn't stand a chance with her. He says she's a solid 10, and Luke is more of a 4 or 5. <laughs> uh, Garrett also has some weed that he got from his brother and is trying to convince Luke to smoke instead of trying to bone his babysitter. And I put here, I love this fucking kid. <laughs> he is great. Luke's mom, Deandra, comes to the door of his room and gives him com- gives him a command while she and his and his dad, Robert, are going to go to a party. Um, and Luke, obviously irritated with his mom and her embarrassing commands, to is very, very short with her. We cut to Robert downstairs looking at the tree with the most intense look. And uh, right off the bat, like, I, based off of his face, yeah. I was just like, I feel like I know this guy from somewhere. And then when he talked, I was like, it's fucking Joe from Family Guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And I was like, okay, there so, we go. I always think of Emperor's New Groove. Or Emperor's New Groove, is it that? Yeah. Emperor's New Groove. Who was he in Emperor's New Groove? Um, was he Kronk? Yeah, he was Kronk. Oh, that's funny. Isn't he? At least I yeah, think no, so. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he, he does a squiggity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so he's, he is Kronk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. Um they they made a movie that was Croc's new groove too. I feel like yeah. yeah I feel like that was the thing. All right, whatever. That's how we're talking about. <laughs> uh, if we make a Disney podcast, we'll talk about. It. <laughs> um, we cut to Robert downstairs looking at the tree intensely. Deandra comes down the stairs, uh, and they have this great back and forth with each other. She's pretty much like, uh, using these comments because he forgets i think he forgets like an ornament or he says the ornament's missing on the tree or something like that he he's wondering why his ornaments aren't up and he finds he like pulls up the box with all of them in it that's right that's right and uh deandra's making a a a homophobic joke (laughs) yeah uh she pretty much just says that um are you sure you didn't have like a special friend back in college or a friend you could take on the boats with you? She <laughs> asked, you sure you didn't suck at least one dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever? And he doesn't answer. Yeah, sure. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't answer so it's possible. Um, hey, good on him. Yeah, hey, you know, do what you got to do, bro. 
you know, have fun. <laughs> Back to Luke and Garrett. Garrett finds this baby monitor thing that makes, uh, and he starts to make fun of Luke for still sleeping with it. They are interrupted by the sound of the doorbell, and it's Ashley. <laughs> uh, Luke is stoked. He's like, "Oh shit, she's here." Uh, Robert opens the door with with a compliment. This felt very weird. It was really creepy. God, it felt weird. He's like, "Oh, aren't you stunning?" And he's. He periodically just stares at her. Yeah. In a really, really weird way. God, that was so weird. Yeah. Like, uh, that was, that made me feel a lot more uncomfortable than, uh, well, we'll get to what Luke That's what I was going to say, But that definitely made me feel a lot more uncomfortable. And probably because he's older. Yeah. Like, a lot older. Like, old enough to be her dad plus some. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. And, yeah, she's underage and. Yeah. It's just creepy because. Is she? Because, I mean, she has gone to college. Well, it's uh, so in this portion of the movie, it's um, declared that uh, the kids are twelve and that she's five years older. Ah, okay, so yeah, so she's, she's 17. seventeen. Yeah, Got it. okay. So Ashley is going to leave her college soon, and this seems like her last night that she will be able to babysit. And she uh, and Robert kind of says like, "Oh, I'm sad to see you go," and all this other weird, creepy shit. Um. Did I put here? Well, she's in for a fucking ride tonight. <laughs> Luke comes down the stairs. Um, or actually, no. He's waiting up the stairs, and he's, like, looking through the banister. Yeah. Uh, looking very childish. Like, yeah, super childish. Like, 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 oh, my God, I have a babysitter again. Um, Luke comes down the stairs, but he hasn't finished his chores yet, so his mom tells him to finish those up, take out the trash, and all this other stuff. His mom and dad um, tell him to also shovel the driveway. Deandra takes Ashley upstairs to let her know that Luke has been sleepwalking again and it has gotten worse. Uh, Yes, this happens before. They hear some pills fall in the bathroom and they open the door and it's Garrett stealing the pills. (laughs) (laughs) This kid is great. And I'll put here, this kid is a legend, I swear. (laughs) Uh, Deandra asks, what is he doing? What is he doing in there? there?" And he he asks her that he he, uh, wears the itching cream and she tells him it's on the top shelf. Uh, She continues to give instructions to Ashley. She has a pencil and tells her to place it on the door handle to monitor his sleepwalking. Uh, Initially... It's just used for him to, I guess, just to know if he sleptwalk or not. Yeah, basically, if yeah. he were to open the door in his sleepwalking habits, um, the pencil would have fallen down. Right. So, um, I put, <laughs> this is where I put, why are these door handles so fucking high up? Yeah, man, as tall as everyone, oh God. at least all the children, it's like at it's, head length. It's the head length. Or head height. Yeah, for sure. Like, it, it is right there. Like, they have to reach up to grab this doorknob. Really weird. And it's so odd. And uh, it's weird. Um, And I put here, like, seriously, it's literally the same height as Ashley. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, Anyway, Deandra places the pencil underneath the rug. um, And the camera stays on that for a while. So that's another foreshadowing hint that, okay, we're going to revisit that pencil. Mm Mm-hmm. And boy, do we revisit it. <laughs> Robert and DeAndre are now leaving for the evening. Luke turns around to ask Ashley on what she wants to do. She lets him know that she needs to uh, take a phone call and to go play video games or do something instead. Ashley is in the kitchen talking on the phone with Ricky. She places her hand on the counter and lets out a loud scream and starts to call for Luke to kill the spider that ran across the countertop. Luke doesn't kill the spider. Instead, he catches the spider and releases it outside. Uh, Ashley goes back to the phone and lets Ricky know that she can handle herself and she's just fine. We cut to Ashley doing laundry and once again, high-ass doorknobs. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to get over it. Um, 
She's looking for Luke and stops to look at a family photo. Luke's face is completely covered in a super duper creepy mask. I was wondering what the significance <laughs> of zooming into that family photo was. I really couldn't get it. And in the moment, I was like, I guess I'll find out eventually. And it didn't come back to me until this very moment. There you go. Yep. Yeah, there you go. I fucking love it. It's awesome. Um, we are going back downstairs with Ashley while she is looking for a movie to watch. Luke opens a bottle of wine and starts to drink drink it right in front of her. He is trying to act all cool in front of her and starts to tell her a story about him and Garrett drinking so much that they puked. <laughs> <laughs> and I put here, she is definitely not impressed. Um, but she does notice that the back door is open and closes it. She then goes to pour the wine down the drain. Oh, yeah, she takes the wine bottle from, from Luke, and she actually goes to pour it out, but she notices that the back door is open. She closes that. Then she pours the wine down the drain. Uh, she, her phone rings, and it's Ricky. She talks, to, she talks briefly to him. She lets him know that she doesn't think that she uh, will be able to, to see him tonight. Um, and from that moment, she then takes a swig from the bottle. She's <laughs> obviously stressed about something. Luke catches her in the act and takes a drink from the bottle as well. Ashley lets him know that drinking will not impress her. He tries to make a move on her, but she quickly backs away and changes the subject. <sighs> Very <Okay>. inappropriate. <laughs> Incredibly inappropriate, first yeah. and foremost. And secondly, I don't... When I was 12... Mm-hmm. Sure, I was probably attracted to girls that were older than me. Yeah, but I knew I didn't stand a chance. Yeah, I'm twelve. <laughs> I, I I think it's normal for boys that age because their homo- hormones are going crazy, right? Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are many young boys that tried anyways, right? One hundred percent. Like, I, like I'm sure, like back when I was a kid girls have caught me staring or whatever like yeah. i'm sure that that's definitely have, has happened but at the same time like i don't i i know i didn't i didn't like try putting any moves on a girl that was 17 while i was like not even like close to her age yeah because theoretically i think if the birthdays line up right you can have this be a scenario where it's a freshman and a senior you could and I've definitely, when I was in high school, knew of seniors dating freshmen and, you know, vice Same. versa. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was mainly, for me, it was, like, guy seniors dating, like, girl freshmen. Exactly. Um, which I always thought was a little odd. It is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, and I think that's what this movie does really well. It plays on the fact that we have a strong, like, woman character leading yep. this. and um, She's a great final girl. Yeah. She's a great final girl. And, and the, the thing I like the most about this, even though it would have been nice to see more women in this movie, but at the same time, the thing I liked the most about this, it was that it focused on one girl, one girl only. Mm-hmm. It didn't incorporate too many women to for us to um, think about who our final girl trope was going to turn into, Yeah, uh, which was great. Um, and I, I love, I'm a huge fan of the final girl trope. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis has made me love that trope ever yeah. since I first saw it back in the 90s. Um that movie was out in the seventies, but obviously I wasn't born then. But uh, I've always loved that trope, and I've always like th- I, that helped me become a feminist. I feel like yeah, I can see that. <laughs> like that trope alone. Um, she's about to order pizza, but the phone starts to ring uh, really, really loud. Um, I think Luke says he doesn't want any mushrooms on the yeah, pizza. Yeah, right? is like, that what he says? Anything okay. but. Anything, as long as it doesn't have mushrooms on it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ashley picks up the phone, but there's nobody on the line. It, uh, it is 
And I put here, it is this moment where I'm actually thinking about Garrett. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, okay, where is he? Like, where, where's Garrett? Well, they he just left, I, I believe. I don't think they showed him leave. Yeah, I think he, like, was walked out the front door Okay, at one point, And he even said, like, good luck, you know, with tonight. And Oh, well, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay, yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, never mind. That answers my Garrett question. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that happened. Uh, we are back on the couch where Luke uh, puts on a terribly cheesy horror flick. Uh, Luke asks Ashley about why she is dating Ricky. Um, he is, and I put here, he is really reaching here for a 12-year-old kid, but gotta respect the, the hustle, I guess. Um, Ashley gives in a little bit and lets him know that if she was his age, she would totally date him. That was a no-no for her. Yeah. She shouldn't have said that. Because that, that got him all types of like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I got a chance. Got a yeah, chance, basically, got it's like, why would she be saying this unless right. she wanted to mean something by exactly. it? And that's just how kids are. Yeah, exactly. Ashley goes in. Uh, oh, excuse me. Luke uh, was definitely stoked to hear this. Uh, Ashley announces that she forgot to order the pizza. But then the doorbell rings soon after. And this is where I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> so just to put this in context, David put on Twitter while he was watching this movie. Uh, he didn't. Na- he didn't name the movie, but obviously, since David is my cohort, I knew what movie he was watching and talking about. But he said on Twitter. That, what, what did you say? I so, tweeted, if there's one thing I've learned from horror films, it's to never eat an unexpected delivered pizza. Oh, my And for God. fans, you may remember what happens the house of in, in the House of Devil. In the House of the Devil. Oh, my God. I said that terribly wrong. The House <laughs> of the Devil. Um, what happens when you eat unexpected delivered pizza? I mean, she deliver, She del- asked for the pizza delivery, but... But that pizza looked gross. Yeah. Basically, Ugh. what I was saying is... Pizza and horror movies. It's just, yeah. It's always Those a things, bad sign. It's usually going to be drugged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always a bad sign. And Prince followed by responding to my tweet with Oh, my God. A I gif. responded with a GIF. Assuming, because I saw the timestamp and it said 15 minutes. So I was like, oh, that should be. Like, <laughs> I don't think you would post this right after he saw that scene. Literally in the moment. And yeah. I, was, and I was like, oh, he, I'm sure he got to this scene already. He didn't. He was probably like five minutes away from that scene and I completely Literally. spoiled it. He, <laughs> he sent a gif. I of, sent a gif, yeah. I sent of, a gif of one of the scenes. It didn't even spoil anything, but just the facial expression oh, in God the gif made me realize what was going to happen. Yeah, son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> so that was my bad uh, because it's a great turn of events um, and we will get to those turn of events <laughs> in a moment. Ashley announces that she, uh, she oh, excuse me, um, she checks on the peephole and it's the pizza guy. Uh, we can't see his face, but he is obviously really tall and creepy and super creepy. Yeah, he's really weird. And it's just like, once again, the film is made for us to feel like he's an intruder. Yeah. Um. She gives. Uh, she says to the pizza guy that uh, they didn't order pizza, and the pizza guy repeats the address. Luke says that it was probably his dad that ordered it for them. Luke hands the guy the money and tells him to keep the change. He very childishly runs back to the living room. <laughs> <laughs> was, it was. I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> um, the pizza guy tells Ashley to have a good night um, in a super slow and weird tone. She nervously. She is nervous by this and says thank you and slams the door immediately afterwards. Uh, we. Uh, when she turns around, she is met with a plastic Santa display standing standing right behind her. This was awesome. That actually made me jump. It made me jump too. It was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was like, this was a great use of that 
Um, and it kind of makes me think, I was like, okay, how was this completely possible? Yeah. Because it wasn't there when she walked there. Yeah. Um, but it had to have been close by somewhere. So, And it, it just basically sets up the idea that someone's fucking with her. Right. And that's a big no-no. Exactly. Um, so it makes me think that, okay, Garrett might still be in the house, right? Um, because how... It's no way Luke would have ran to the living room that fast, grabbed the Santa Claus, sneak it next to her, and then go back into the living room waiting for her. Like, that's just no. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, at this point, I'm still thinking, like, someone's in there, someone's in the house, someone's going to fuck with them, and someone's right. going to be twisted about it. 100%. 100%. Um, she opens the door back up and puts the display outside on the porch. Uh, they are back on the couch. Ashley opens the box of pizza and notices that it has mushrooms on it. Luke doesn't like mushrooms, as we heard him say earlier. Luke picks off the mushrooms from his pizza, and um, Ashley even comments on it and says, why would your dad order p- pizza and order mushrooms on there? Yeah. If you don't like mushrooms, your dad should know that. Uh, we get back to... we get. We get this back shot of their heads while they are watching TV. Luke makes his move and places his head on Ashley's shoulder. Now, granted, this could have been very innocent. It seemed like it, it was. It seemed like it was until Ashley looks down and notices that Luke's hand is on her thigh. Yeah, really, really creepy. I was like, oh, he really is just a kid. And then you transition to that shot and like, ugh, that's yeah. really creepy. Yeah. Ashley picks up his hand and drops it back to his lap. Very hard. Yeah. Like, she was not happy about that. Yeah. Uh, this kid this kid is growing up to be super aggressive towards women, and this is already a bad sign. Ashley Ashley's phone starts to ring, and it's Ricky again. She flips the phone upside down on the table. Luke smiles at the sight of, of her doing that, but it is short-lived. The phone keeps ringing. She gets up and answers the phone. While talking in the kitchen, Luke is visually upset. He blows out the candles on the table and sits back on the couch. Ashley comes back in and lets him know that that he will always be her little buddy because he's like very upset and you're like rrr, rrr, talking to Ricky, blah blah blah. And uh, I feel like she knows how to say all the wrong things. She did say all the wrong things to him for yeah. sure because he wanted her to say something like what she said earlier, right? Yeah, if but I even were younger, even saying you. that was incorrect. It's true. Like it yeah. literally just. Because that sparked his interest even more. Yeah, ex- and yeah, it's just really building up all these emotions, and I think someone should be a lot more conscious about what they say towards someone that would have this kind of unnatural right. attraction. One hundred percent, and and the fact that this kid is so young, yeah, like he doesn't. He, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say that he doesn't know because he's not like eight. Like he's a he's almost a teenager, but he's kind of angsty. Yeah, I, I voice think, is still cracking. I think as we've grown older, and as anyone grows older, we we start to underestimate children and how they can be at a certain age. Because I think back when I was twelve, and I was like, I was, I didn't consider myself a child, right? Even though oh, I yeah. was, yeah. Uh, but my mindset was a lot more raunchy than most people would think a 12-year-old would be. and sure. But I think all 12-year-olds are at that same level. I agree. Because we, we hear 12, we think, that's a kid. But yeah. if we all step back at our 12-year-old versions of ourselves, it's it's going to seem a lot more mature than we think. 100%. I mean, because, I, like, I, I even had the kind of the same thing, right? Like, I still watched cartoons. Well, I still watch cartoons now. Same. But, <laughs> but like, it, it was just the fact that I was just, like, I did feel like I should be doing more I don't know, 
big kid things. Yeah. Like I, I, I wanted to go to the mall and hang out with friends. I wanted to go to the movies and hang with my friends, not my grandma or my aunt. Um, I, I, that was, and I, I feel like where this kid is coming from. Um, I do still think though, 12 is a little old to have a babysitter. Yeah, I agree. And it, <laughs> it depends, right? Like, it, yeah, it depends. it depends on the upbringing. I think the duality there of like being 12 and still being interested in very, young childish things but also mm-hmm. being surrounded by a society that makes you be more aware of adult like things like you think about the introduction to um these two characters these two kids and like they're they're reading like magazines about how to have sex with women and it's right. because that information's everywhere but you see the duality of him doing that but also him getting the pizza and running to the back to the living yeah. room like a kid like it's like it's so split in a personality 100 percent, and and you even take it from take it for granted with garrett garrett actually was a lot more mature yeah um and garrett was smoking weed and garrett does drugs he's trying to steal pills and garrett's trying to have a good time as the stoner high kid yeah and it it was just one of those things where it's just like well garrett kind of grew up a little bit faster than this other kid because garrett one he's off alone like like you never see Garrett's parents or mm-hmm. you never even hear about his parents. Like even when like the only time you hear about his parents is a little bit later in this film. Yeah. But like and, and god damn that fucking broke my heart. But anyway, <laughs> she goes to try uh to put her uh wait a second, where am I here? Ashley comes back in and yes, that's right. Ashley comes back in and she says that uh you'll always be my little buddy. He's not happy about this, but she tries to put her arm around him around around Luke but he grabs it, then says, let's just watch the movie. I'm like, all right, you little fucker. <laughs> uh, Ashley just sits back to watch the movie. No smile on her face. Um, uh, a part comes a part comes on that she says that she can't watch and starts to close her eyes, and she's screaming like, oh, my gosh, I can't watch this. Um, well, Ashley is giving her commentary on the movie that they are watching. We can see a shadow of someone peeking inside of the house. Ashley hears a thump outside and looks towards the window. She asks Luke if he heard, if he heard the noise too. Luke says no. Another scary moment happens in the movie that they are watching and she gets scared and then grabs Luke's hand. Luke's little pubescent self is going off the charts right now because he tries to lay a few kisses down on Ashley's little lippies. Really weird. Very, very aggressive. Very aggressive. Very inappropriate again. Yes. Um, inappropriate. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I when I saw that, I was like, "Yikes! This kid's uh, a problem." Like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's not okay. Jesus Christ! Like he's very persistent. Yeah, like he, like at that point, I would I would be like, "All right, I'm gonna have to call your parents." Yeah, like, and like I, I gotta get the fuck out of here. You, I, I can't. No, <laughs> surprised she didn't with him stealing alcohol, drinking it, and then doing that and the multiple advances and her continuously saying no it's like yeah like she she probably feels like oh, he's just a kid and i can handle him probably but at the same time like she's she's kind of feeding into the problem yeah bit. yeah and that's, like this is an early sign like a very early sign of like this kid is going to be fucking crazy when he's older and i think that's why you see the demonstration of her of his dad um being kind of creepy Right, like yeah, th- that makes sense. Those sign, those signs have probably been picked up on mm-hmm. from this kid, and it's probably just what he thinks is pretty normal. 
Probably, and that's it's just that's so weird and so un, like unfortunate because it's just it's 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 awkward. It's it's very strange. Um, but fun fact, like about his mom, his mom has also been in in. Uh, well, fun fact, as in her real life self, <laughs> uh, her name's Virginia Madsen, mm-hmm. um, but she's played in similar roles to this, uh, but she's most known for uh, a role called, that, or a role that she plays the main character in Candyman. Okay. So Candyman is something that we will visit mm-hmm. uh, for sure, that we'll be doing that for uh, our Black History Month of Horror, um, but she was also uh, the princess in Dune, so... She's 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 played these roles. Got it. Um, but his mom, she's she's a firecracker, dude. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the little UC Santa Cruz future rapist is making <laughs> making. <laughs> this dude's a fucking like. Oh my yeah, god! It's like it, this is this is what David and I were saying earlier of when why this made us feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely because. Of what's happening nowadays, nowadays, it's it's shit like this, like signs like this that I feel like have happened mm-hmm. in the past, like where someone has made crazy, crazy moves on women, and they grew up to become a piece of shit. Yeah, much. basically, those signs are just demonstrated early on, and they see a twelve year old, and they go, "He's just a kid," right? Not understanding. He's probably very fully conscious of what he's doing, and no one's there to he's like rectify conscious. that behavior. Yeah. yeah, like he he knows what he's doing, and he knows what he wants out of this situation. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the little UC uh, future rapist <laughs> um, is uh, making Ashley or asking Ashley why she will not kiss him, and she lets him know that it, this is extremely inappropriate. The phone rings. Uh, rings them out of it. No answer on the other side, the other end. When Ashley says, uh, "Learner, Learner Residence," I think that's her last name. I assume so. Um, she then asks if they if they are going to talk, and we get a deep, raspy voice on the other side of the phone. Excuse me. He says, "I can see you." Ashley asks if this is Jeremy. She goes to the window and flips off whoever is standing out there, but we can't see who's standing out there. Then proceeds to ask, how many fingers am I holding up if you can see me? She asks Luke to turn off the TV. When she turns back around um, at the window, there is, uh, there's that Santa decoration that we put outside on the porch right in front of the window. Now we know someone's fucking with them. Yep. Officially. Yep. Um, it was eerie. Feeling. It was very eerie. Yeah. I was... This is where, right off the bat, you're thinking, okay, this is a home invasion movie. Like, we Mm got to now, like, fight off this creepy little fucker and fight off this guy outside. Yep. (laughs) Uh, This startles Ashley, but gets her a little more riled up. She asks Luke where the the hose is so she can spray whoever is out there, but gets... uh, But gets off when she notices that the back door is open yet again. Ashley runs to shut the door. She asks Luke she asks Luke to hand her the phone. In a panic, he throws her her phone into the fish tank. Yeah. Fuck. And this is actually, once we get towards the end, this is fucking genius. Yeah. Like, this is where, like, the end is what made me, like, love this movie. Because mm-hmm. the end was kind of like a present being wrapped up. <laughs> That's a really good point, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Ashley is obviously pissed by this, and Luke is constantly apologizing, saying that his parents will buy her a new one. He promises. They hear a knock at the door, or at the front door. Luke gets some cojones and starts walking to the door. Ashley tells him to stop and that he, and that he doesn't know who is out there. She looks through the peephole, but she doesn't see anyone. Another knock happens immediately when she takes her eyes off the peephole, and this is fucking awesome yeah I, I was i was like that is such a good touch holy shit confused she goes to the window to try to look luke opens the door and asks if anyone is out there and, and he says i know taekwondo oh my god yeah when this was happening i'm like this kid is such a kid he doesn't realize what's happening right <laughs> oh my god uh someone jumps on him through the door and it's garrett yes more of him yes i'm so <laughs> happy uh luke tells him to get off Nobody is happy to see Garrett <laughs> except for me because they think uh, he was he was the one doing all of the shit in the backyard. Uh, Garrett says that he wasn't in the backyard at all. Um, they all hear glass break upstairs. Ashley grabs a knife and tells them to dial 911. She's going to go upstairs to investigate, and if she screams, press send and hide. And when she said that, my heart kind of dropped for these for this situation, like in this situation. Yeah, like the first time watching this, um, mainly because I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that is, like it got real. Yeah, it, all it of did. A sudden. Like it was, it was all fun and games, and then it, all of a sudden it was just it was real. Like like the calls are coming from inside the house, real. Like yeah, god damn it. And she was ready. She was ready to defend. Um, the two yeah, boys. Her and the kids. Yeah, and basically sacrifice herself if needed. Right. Yeah. Uh, they follow Ashley upstairs and um, says that they don't want to be left alone downstairs. They get to the room where they heard the broken glass and they see a brick on the floor with the window shattered. Ashley takes Garrett's phone and tries to call 911, but the call doesn't go through. She then tries tries the landline, but no dial tone. She asks for the computer. She she asks where the computer is, and it's in Luke's room. They are, they are on the computer, but the Wi-Fi is completely gone off the list. She she uh, and I put here nice touch for a modern household to feel completely hopeless because mm-hmm. they literally like. Every single thing that we had in our heads that we can do now, yeah, they just took care of all of that for us really in quick. A matter of two minutes, yeah. Like, okay, they have cell phones. Boom, person cell phones in the water, so we can't use that. Mm-hmm. And then we have a house phone. House phone's not working. Dial tone. We have nothing. And then we have a computer as our last source of communication. Also, no Wi-Fi. Yeah. Goddamn! Like that was such a genius move. Holy crap. Um. Ashley tells Garrett to stay upstairs and try to fix the computer. Ashley and Luke goes go downstairs to try and access the security panel, but they don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Luke says that this is a really safe neighborhood and that we never really needed one before. Yep. I would have I would have had a great counter if I were her. I would have been like, then why the fuck do you need a babysitter? That's a really good point. Like, yeah. <laughs> if this is such a safe neighborhood. Um and I put here, I was like, bro, I don't care. If I lived in the fucking Hamptons, I'm going to have me a security system. I Fuck feel that. that. Yeah. Like, yo, I, ain't, I, don't, I don't trust anybody. Uh, Ashley comes up with another plan to, uh, of getting into her car. Yet again, another thing we thought of as an audience. And they take care of that for us, too. Yep. But when she looks outside, she sees that her tire is slashed with the switchblade still inside of it. 
Uh, we'll come back to that switchblade, by mm-hmm. the way. <laughs> she turns off the lights and starts and st- starts loudly whisper- whispering for Garrett and to stay away from the windows. Garrett comes downstairs with the brick and tells them that this uh, this message was written on it on the back of it, and it says, "You leave, you die." His high beams from a car shine from the house, and Garrett says, "Fuck it, I'm out." <laughs> he books it to the backyard, but is shot. <sighs> Who lit those high beams? Once again, I don't know. Maybe a passing by car? Maybe. Maybe yeah. someone like leaving in their driveway or something like that. Yeah. That was a, it was perfect timing for whatever it was. It was. Um, and oh, you know what? They show us at the end uh, what happened. I'll, I'll go back to that. I'll okay. talk back to that because they, they show us on, on the end. Um, actually, um, See, actually sees Garrett get shot uh, and is very startled, but she now has that moment in her head, fight or flight. Yep. You even see red blood splattered. Yeah, exactly. On yeah. the snow. Which actually looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley comes to the backyard, or, or excuse me, no, she doesn't. Ashley closes the backyard door almost immediately. Uh, uh, needed the, uh, when the shock started to wear down, um, Luke asks what happened to Garrett. Without hesitation, she grabs him and slams him to the ground out of protection. I put here a really cool camera effect Yeah, where the camera also kind of tilts with them and yeah. falls. It just looks really good. It put you in that moment. Yeah, it made me feel like I fell with them. Yeah. yeah I was like, that, that's me a too. really, really good shot. They do that a couple of times in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashley looks back outside to look to look if she sees Garrett, um, and all you can see is his feet. And he is seemingly dead. Yeah, just laying <laughs> in the snow. Definitely, definitely looks dead. Uh, she tells Luke that they will go upstairs and start screaming out of the window. She asks him if the if his family has a gun. They begin to head down, head towards upstairs, but they stop at the couch to listen first. Luke turns around and sees a silhouette of someone standing outside the window. Ashley takes takes Luke's hand and starts heading upstairs. They stop on the top stair because they see a man upstairs holding a 12-gauge shotgun. The man walks into a room, and they they seize the opportunity to run into the laundry room. Once again, what the fuck's up with these doorknobs? <laughs> Ashley is looking through the crack of the door uh, while the man is searching around. Uh, they head upstairs into the attic. I, and I put here, I was like, I get major Black Christmas vibes from this moment. Yeah. Major, major, major. Black I can totally Christmas see vibes. that. Yeah. It, I I love this sequence mainly because of the fact that this now, once again, we don't know what we're kind of getting ourselves into. And we assume we're watching one movie and then later it starts to flip. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man walks into the lodge room. Luke still wants to go with the plan of getting his parents' gun, but Ashley thinks it is a good idea for them to just stay in the attic and wait this shit out. Uh, Luke runs off in in the dark of the attic and leaves her. Ashley is looking for Luke around the attic, but something starts crawling on her face and her arms. She starts to freak out and is moving backwards while trying to rub whatever it is off of her. She trips and falls through the attic door and Luke catches her while spiders are crawling all all over her face and she is still freaking the fuck out. Those are big spiders. Huge. Yeah. God, they were huge. Luke snaps her out of it and lets her know that he got he got her in he got her and everything's going to be okay. Um, once again, he's trying to like make her the damsel in yeah. distress. He's now, trying right? to be a hero. Um, they head back into the laundry room. 
Luke lets Ashley know that he still has to get the gun and leaves her in, in the room. She is startled by the the dryer buzzer going off. Scared me, too. Yeah, it was really <laughs> loud. Yeah, it was super loud. It scared the shit out of me. Uh, I, I love when, like, practical things happen I like do that too. instead of, like, being music. Yeah, I know people don't stuff. like jump scares, but I, I think they're... They're when they're rewarded. Yeah, and like, I think this was, was a reward, really good one. That was a perfect jump scare because we're in a tense situation, yeah. and it paid off perfectly. Yeah, because it was set up early on. Yeah. You know what? And I'm a huge advocate for jump scares, by the way. I love jump scares. For people who say jump scares are cheap and that's what makes horror movies bad, fuck off. (laughs) I agree. Jump scares are like if they're done correctly and more meticulous and thought out, they're perfect. They're a perfect mechanic to reward the audience for being in this tense situation. Yeah. Like it, it, it's kind of a release. I will. I think people that hate on them are just mad that they got scared. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like it's it, it, it's a perfect it's a perfect way for you to kind of yeah. Okay, yeah. I got out of that tense moment, and you just you just scare it out of you. Yeah, like it's, it's just, fun it's, too. It's That's fun. the whole point. Exactly. It's yeah. so much fun. Like I love jump scares. And anyone who says no. You're wrong. <laughs> Luke bursts back into the room and grabs Ashley, letting her know that the, that the guy is uh, now downstairs of the house. They, it turns out he is not, and they rush behind Luke's door to his room. The man slowly walks into the room, but he eventually leaves, closing the door behind him. Ashley grabs Luke and brings him to the closet. Luke is still persistent about using the gun on, on this guy and protecting Ashley. Ashley keeps letting, letting him know that uh, it is a stupid idea. She pulls him back down, and he falls on a toy that's that turns on incredibly loud. Oh, yeah, fuck. it's crazy how loud this that toy was is. Super loud. Uh, they are frantically trying to turn this this toy off before the man hears it. The man comes back into the room from the sound that he just heard from the toy. They are looking at him through the door of the closet, but Ashley knows that something is off from the from the intruder. She notices that this is Luke's mask that was in the picture yep. from earlier. It's little shits. Ashley knows that uh, knows this was all just a fucked up joke and goes outside of the closet to confront the man. She calls out to Garrett and demands that he takes the mask off. Damn. Yep. <laughs> it's I perfect. Just, yeah. And perfect. I, but at this point, I'm thinking, man, to this extent. Yeah, it's how like, far they were willing to go to impress her or, you know. How far are you willing to go to just get some cutty? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this, like, he thought, and he thought this was going to work. Yeah. Like, I mean, he really, truly thought that this was going to be his way of getting her to sleep with him. Yeah. But obviously, this little, little shithead. Had a lot of tricks up his sleeve. She calls out to Garrett and demands that he takes off the mask. He does, and Ashley is furious. Finally. She is yelling at Luke, asking him why, telling him that this is that he is a delusional idiot for thinking this will get him to second base with her, and she calls him a selfish little brat. Luke is visually upset and starts to tear up. Ashley says that she is going to call his parents to tell them to come home and walks out of the room. Luke follows her, calling her name repeatedly, but she is ignoring him until she until she turns around and says what, but he smacks her in the top of the head with the gun that he had holding in his hand. She falls down the stairs and is unconscious. Garrett walks out and asks him, what did he just do? Uh, we get a blurry scene where Ashley wakes up and sees Garrett riding a scooter around the house. Luke is coming back into the house and Garrett asks him, 
kill, fuck, marry uh, with the Adventure Time princesses. This is really funny. <laughs> this is, once again, it takes you back to that childish yeah. kind of antic, right? Uh, uh, Luke says, uh, what do you say? Princess Bubblegum? He said, fuck Princess Bubblegum because... <laughs> yeah, because her... She's made out of gum, she, so... Yeah, so her vagina will taste like gum. Yeah, <laughs> and also gum stretches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, man, what the yeah. fuck? Uh, Luke looks to... Um, and I put here, Luke, Luke looks to be killing up this sick hoax on Ashley. Um, but we notice that Ashley is all tied up on the chair, right? Like, yeah. she's she's all tied up on the chair. But this is the point here where I actually wanted to tell you where they kind of show us a little bit more of, of how he set this all up. Um, I want to say that he put a, uh, a flashlight up on a timer outside. Really? I think that's what he did. Huh. Because he does pick up a flashlight from outside. A little bit later. Oh damn! I must have missed that. Yeah, um, but uh, Luke looks at Yada. Garrett falls off the scooter onto the couch, uh, and <laughs> Luke gave him some oxycotton. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Garrett is feeling real good right now. And Luke Luke regrets giving him a whole one and wishes that he just gave him a half of a pill. Crazy. Uh, Ashley starts making some noises, but she is taped to the chair uh, in the kitchen. Luke and Garrett walk over to her and sit down next to her. Luke takes takes um, takes her purse and takes out lipstick. Then he puts the lipstick on her lips. Uh, this is actually interesting to me, mainly because this reminded me of a movie by Mick G, Charlie's Angels. Okay. With Drew Barrymore. She was also tied up into a chair and she had duct tape on her. And, and the guy put lipstick on her and kissed her while she had duct tape. I think I think that part is just a declaration for the viewer that's like, this kid is crazy. Yeah. And he's this kid is nuts. Yeah, he's doing things that are It's now sadistic. Yeah, exactly. Like like before it was sadistic too. Like it but before it felt more of like a dumb hoax. It felt like the kid was just <sighs> uneducated and unaware of what he was doing now it's like you're clearly twisted you're clearly doing something wrong and you're clearly right think it's a fun joke or just you there's nothing wrong with it right like he he feels like like i feel like he knows what he's doing isn't completely right but i feel like he's he's like i have no other choice this is her last night she's gonna be hanging out with me so yeah for me i i saw this and i was like the movie's trying to tell me this kid is mentally ill in some 100%. way. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, this kid is definitely, uh, and he did have, like, sociopathic tendencies even towards Garrett earlier mm-hmm. um, with the way that he would talk to Garrett and talk down to Garrett yeah. when Garrett seemed to be older than him. Yeah. Um, Luke is letting Ashley know that he doesn't want to shoot her, uh, but he will if she screams after taking the gag off. She obliges and begins to talk, but Luke is not done toying with her. Ashley is letting him know that she, uh, this all needs to stop now, and she's using like like a very affirmative voice, right? Like she's using an adult voice, yeah, um, trying to intimidate him. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be too intimidating when you're tied up to a fucking chair, but she tried. Um, Ashley is letting him know that this needs to stop, but Luke is not done having his having his fun, so he asks her to play truth or dare. He asks her multiple times because she's not trying to give into his game. Yeah, Ashley chooses truth. Um, and Luke says, how did I know you were going to choose that very childishly, right? Um, he asks her about all the guys she slept with. Ashley says none, but Luke doesn't believe her. 
He says that there's no way that you're a virgin. Everyone knows that you slept with Jeremy. But she contor- she contorts this by saying she broke up with Jeremy because he said that. He, s- he was going around to everybody telling them that they slept with each other. Mm-hmm. And I said, Garrett is next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he dares Luke to touch Ashley's tit. <laughs> These ki- and I put here. These kids are super horny, and for the and n- are definitely becoming the next UCSC rapist. Yeah, this is where I started getting a little worried because I thought it was going to continue to escalate, and then I was like, "Oh god, this, this is going to be very, so bad." Very worrisome. Yeah, uh, this truth or dare definitely got me a little nervous here, um, as well. So I was right there with you. Um, Ashley asked him to not uh, to not and to please stop, but he does it anyway. Luke gets a boner, and Garrett makes fun of him for it. Luke pushes him and Garrett pushes him back, but Luke and I put but Luke is fucking crazy and Garrett backs backs down. Yeah, good good job because Luke Luke would hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke asks Ashley, "How did it feel?" Um, and I say here, but she's badass and super sassy, and she said, "Like a little boy just felt me up." Yep, I love that response. Damn, what a, what a great response. She, you can tell that she totally felt like she was violated she, yeah she was violated right yeah. and she you could see that expression on her face but she was still keeping strong she didn't want to look intimidated she didn't want to look weak or scared right and it's such a good move versus just acting exactly afraid or not even acting i'm sorry being afraid right she was still she realizes there's no point in that that's not going to help her right um and yeah she she comes back strong with that remark it's badass yeah it is badass that was, that was awesome Luke ask uh, ask her that uh, you've never been in love with someone that doesn't love you back she retorts by saying more than you know but Luke thinks that boys um, wanting to fuck her is considered love mm-hmm. boy do you need to grow up um, I, and I put here I love how I love how he thinks he's a man he does he really thinks but so but uh, the, the things that he's doing and saying are extremely childish. Yeah. Right? He's just like, like that was the first time he touched a boob, right? So yeah. he's just like, oh, wow. I see what all the fuss is about and all yeah. this other stuff. And he makes these remarks of touching her uh, inappropriately. Um, yeah, I mean, because it's, it's really... he. It seems like that's coming from a place of feeling uh, like he has power. Right. And he has control of a situation. And to him, it seems like he correlates that to being a man. Right. When clearly... Like a serial killer. Exactly. Clearly, it's not. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Luke pushes pushes her back while she is on the chair and kisses her forehead. Um, and when he while he's pu- like pushing her chair back, it's actually quite intimidating. It the is. The way he's doing it. Like, yeah. he looks crazy yeah it, it's i mean it's definitely body language that you've you would have seen in many other movies with pretty crazy individuals and antagonists 100%. right 100 um it seems like he's done his research on how to be fucking insane yeah yeah he's definitely looked some shit up for sure um but is it is her turn to ask truth or dare luke chooses truth ashley asked if he told garrett that he uh if he told garrett that he was the one who actually killed his hamster garrett is not happy about hearing about this she's smart at all super smart and she does she delivers this perfectly yeah because she knew he was going to choose truth and she was just ready for it yeah (laughs) she wants to she wants to grow tension between the two because she realized if there's conflict then it increases their chances of their split up and against each other one hundred percent. Garrett is not. Uh, Garrett is not happy uh, about this, and Luke semi explains what happened. Luke tries to get back 
to this fucked up game of truth or dare, but Garrett is not letting it go and ask him why did he lie to him instead. Uh, but Luke asks him again. G- uh, Garrett is over this shit, though, and starts walking out. Luke stops Garrett and convinces him to come back. Ashley takes the opportunity to grab the flashlight on the counter. Mm-hmm. This is the flashlight I was talking about. Got it. Grab from outside. Um, and y- and use, it, use it as Morse code through the window um, that was inside of the kitchen. So here's another, another little look there uh, that made me actually kind of have this brain blast, I guess, <laughs> um, where when she was doing it, it looked like the high beams from, the, from outside. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's what it was. Uh, sorry, my cat's going nuts. So just a little heads up if you guys hear noises. <laughs> <laughs> um, where am I going with this? Uh, but la, 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 la. Luke stops Garrett to convince him to come back. Ashley takes the opportunity to uh, take the flashlight. She drops it on the floor, and the boys come back into the room to catch her in the act. Garrett picks it up while Luke goes to check to, check to see if anybody saw the light flashing. Luke now proceeds with a bribe, saying that she got drunk and that she um, will not remember any of this. He, um, he tries to force her to take a drink. She knocks the bottle out of his hand uh, with her head. She headbutts it. God damn. So with that and the combination of her signaling, signaling an SOS, I'm like, this girl is prepared. 100%. She's had training or has come with a family that maybe is military or something like that. So She, she definitely has had some type of I I don't know about training, yeah, but she's definitely had some type of like protection classes or something like that uh, to know how to kind of take care of herself. Yeah, it's uh, really impressive. It was very impressive because everything she even before this, when she thought there was an intruder outside the house, um, she was really good at initiating how to take cover, one hundred, and how to avoid windows and stay in the dark and yeah, everything. She, she knew her shit. Yeah, she for sure knew her shit. Um, the doorbell starts to ring and Ashley starts screaming for help immediately. They duct tape her mouth shut again. Luke goes to the door, but not before turning some music on to mask the noises coming from the kitchen. And it's Ricky at the door looking for Ashley because she invited him over. Quote unquote. Luke tells him that she is not here, but Ricky knows that she is. Luke proceeds to tell him that he doesn't know, or excuse me, he doesn't want, he excuse me, that she doesn't want to see him and that she doesn't love him anymore. Uh, Ricky starts banging and screaming for Ashley outside of the house while Luke is trying to shut him up. Ricky stops screaming and asks if he could at least give give her the the flowers that he brought her. Luke goes to open the door and Ricky bursts into the house. And I was like, come on, kid. Like, <laughs> another another childish move, right? But now it makes se- it makes a lot more sense when we get cl- towards the end here. Ricky is calling for Ashley, and this dude is kind of a fucking tool. Ashley is trying to uh, make enough noise so Ricky can find her in the kitchen. She tips the chair over, and Ricky asks, where is she? Towards Luke. Luke. Garrett blames the noise on a... Garrett comes out and blames the noise on a rat. Um, My cat's little tail is, like, going in and out of the couch. (laughs) Um, Blames blames it on a rat. Uh... And Luke says that Ashley is upstairs, but she has menstrual cramps. And Garrett adds that she also has diarrhea. <laughs> uh, Ashley is still working. 
Ashley is still working on trying to get out of her restraints, so she crawls towards a broken piece of glass that she sees on the floor. Garrett goes over to her and picks her back up, but she successfully gets the shard. Um, And Garrett lets her know, not cool. Uh, What you guys are doing is not cool. Yeah. (laughs) Ricky is upstairs with Luke still looking for Ashley. Luke lets him know that that she doesn't want to see him while Ricky is walking in front of him. Luke goes inside of, of his room to grab a bat. And he does this so smoothly. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't, like, even sneak away. He just, like, while he's walking behind him, he just turns and goes in the room. Yeah. It was so fucking smooth. It was, and it's really creepy, too, just because <laughs> it's, it. you start asking yourself as a, a viewer, like, how how is he so good at this? Seriously. Yeah. Like, he's making it seem like he's done this before. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, he he's so... Smart with his movement. Yeah. Like a serial killer. Yeah. She's messing with a box. <laughs> Damn cat. I'm going to have to put her up in a second. Um, uh, while Ricky is walking in front of in front of him, Luke goes inside of his room to grab a bat. Luke smacks him in the back of the head and has a little victory dance by this. Uh, uh, but this is... Not, this gives enough time for Ricky to actually get back up. He tries to take another swing, but Ricky catches it uh, with his hand. Jesus. I saw this. I was like, hell yeah. Jesus. Fuck this I was kid like, up. Yeah, come on. Beat his ass. Okay, bro. I need to ask you this. Yes. Because I asked myself this. Yes. You forced your way into this kid's house, and you're looking for a significant other. Sure. And doesn't seem like they're in the house. Can't find them. Kid knocks you this kid knocks you on the back well a kid sure hits you on the with the bat on the back of the head and you get up and you were able to deflect the second hit are you fucking this kid up right away or are you asking questions nah i'm fucking this kid up me too yeah I'm i would this kid fuck up. this kid up yeah, yeah. As, as, as soon as you would have hit me in the in the head with the bat i, I would yeah. have known his intentions already the scary thing is it's a kid and you're in their yeah, house. You, you broke in. Yeah, like it looks bad. Yeah, like you were the one who broke in because yeah. you forced your way. You it was forceful entry. Yeah, it's tough, right? That's a tough one. Yeah, I still would have fucked him up. Yeah, <laughs> I would have gone to jail for that shit. Same. Uh, Ricky slams Luke into the wall a couple of times until he falls to the ground. Luke stabs Ricky in the cheek with the pencil uh. that his mom left underneath the carpet. He was prepared, dude. He was like, I know this pencil's here. I'm going to use it. God damn. Oh, man. Like, everything. The way he fell was perfect. Like, god damn it. This kid knew his shit. Yep. Fuck. We'll get more into that later. Uh, He is about to take a swing at Luke with the bat. Um, but But Garrett comes upstairs holding the shotgun. He cocks it back and everything. Yep. So Garrett also knows what the fuck he's doing. He yeah. knows how to use a gun. It seems like these are like hunting weapons. They do. Yeah, they, they definitely do seem like hunting weapons. And the scary thing about that gun is that w- uh, we find out later that that gun is loaded. Yeah. And like he could have killed Ricky right there. Yeah. Damn. Ricky drops the bat and tells Garrett to not shoot him. Garrett commands him to get on his knees. When he does, Luke hits him in the back of the head with the bat. Garrett is definitely all types of scared at this point of not the situation. Uh, well, he is scared of the situation, but I feel like he's more so scared of Luke. He, he just he can't believe how far things have gotten. He's yeah. freaking out about going, going to jail to because at this point, Ricky looks dead. He's bleeding out yeah. on the ground unconscious. Yeah. The blood looks great here. Yeah. The blood looks great here. Yeah, but things are getting 
bad. Yes, fast. Yeah. <laughs> Real fast. Uh, like, um, Garrett probably just thought he was going to touch a couple titties and that'll be it. But <laughs> Still bad, but yeah. Still bad, but yeah. Uh, Luke's crazy ass is getting a rush from all of this and says that um, they aren't going to go to prison and ask, he asks Garrett, aren't you having fun? God so damn. twisted. Shit. Luke pulls Ricky and starts to cl- starts cleaning up the weapons that were used on Ricky. And once again, this kid is so fucking smart. Like, he pulls Ricky. You see the pool of blood. That looks fantastic. It, it just looks really good. It's a dark, deep red blood. Mm-hmm. Um, but he grabs these cleaning tools immediately so it doesn't soak into the wood. Yeah. And he starts cleaning it up. And when he cleans it, he takes the pencil and he sharpens it. Yeah. So all the blood is gone off Ugh. the pencil. It's so twisted. What the fuck? And it's just more twisted because he's he's a young kid. Right. He's 12. Yeah. That's, but it's, it's gnarly. And I think it's a thing where people know that, you know, serial killers start at a very young age. It's just people aren't really aware of it being there because right. they chop it up to weird childish phases or something like that and yeah you could clearly see that this kid is really advanced in his mental illness i guess as you can call it 100 percent. and that's the thing about this kid that um that makes it seem a little weird mm-hmm. um and it's it, I, I don't know like it is just a very a very weird way that he kind of handles this because, I mean, from what we learn from, like, serial killers or whatever is that they usually start off by torturing animals or killing animals and things like that, and he killed Garrett's hamster. Yeah. So it makes you kind of think. Yeah, (laughs) because later in the film, he even mentions that wasn't an accident. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Uh, Ashley... Or Luke is also downstairs now destroying the flowers that that Ricky brought with him. Ashley is trying to talk. Luke takes off her gag and allows her to speak. She says to let Ricky go, and she um and she created a story of what happens to his face of to tell his roommate and uh that he can go to bed and she would she would just leave. Yeah. Um pretend like nothing ever happened. Right. Giving you one last shot. Yeah, exactly. One last shot, little man, um, before your ass goes to jail. But Luke isn't isn't buying it and says that she will call the cops and he will get arrested in his jammies. Yeah. <laughs> a little kid. Uh, she looks over to Ricky and asks him, why did he come? And she, uh, th- and she said that I was going to text you. Um, and through, through Ricky's gag, he says that she did text him. Check his phone. Yeah. Ashley realizes that Luke was the one who sent the text to Ricky um, and that he wants all and that Luke wants all of this to happen. What are you doing, little cat? Oh, she's acting super weird. Uh, sorry if she's a little nippy. She no, gets like that sometimes. Um, Ashley realizes that Luke started this whole thing. Garrett is also not stoked at the idea that Luke uh, Luke keeps lying to him and probably... And probably because this is getting uh, way out of hand, Luke tells Garrett to calm down and take a walk. 
Luke <laughs> fishes out Ashley's phone from the fish tank, and this little fucker saran wrapped her phone so it still works. Crazy, right? Oh, my God. He is now ready to invite the second guest, Jeremy. Luke threatens her that he will shoot her if she doesn't call Jeremy. She says no, and they have this little intense back and forth about her pretty much testing him, right? Like, yeah. like you're not going to shoot me. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to bring anyone else into this. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like you're like you're not going to shoot me, Luke, so you're going to have to do this shit yourself. Um, but Luke doesn't end up shooting her after all. Luke puts the duct tape back on, on her mouth and calls Jeremy from his house phone. Jeremy picks up and Luke says that he is calling for Ashley, but Jeremy lets him know that there is no Ashley here um, and that he <laughs> has the wrong number, then he hangs up. <laughs> Luke says that he is stupid <laughs> um, and how did you date a guy like this Luke calls him back and tells him that Ashley is acting weird and that he needs him to come over to his house um, while Luke is on the phone uh, Ashley is making moves to get uh, to get I don't know why my light just turned on <laughs> typically it turns on by movement so I'm like trying to see if I see anything but I don't see anything um, do you see anything in there no Grab my knife, man. Luke calls him. Uh, yeah, Luke calls him back. Lets him know that Ashley's acting weird. While Luke is on the phone, Ashley's making moves to get the fuck out of there. She is using the shard of glass to try to cut the bindings of the tape, but she starts to bleed from her pretty much sawing yeah. the uh, the tape. Um, Luke hangs. Luke hangs up the phone and asks what what is going on because both Ricky and Ashley look suspicious as fuck. Um, she tries to cover up the blood w- with her foot, but Luke approaches. He rips the tape from her mouth, and she asks him uh, she asks him he, if he remembers when he killed Garrett's hamster and how sad he was. Um, and he also she also let him know that he, that he was crying from it. Luke very creepily leans in close to her ear. Stroking his face with her face on her on her hair and whispers in her ear, "It wasn't an accident." Mm-hmm. Then you know that's the confirmation of like this is not just a one night thing. Like 100%. I've been twisted, hundred percent. Damn. Um, Ricky says that he needs to use the bathroom. Um. Oh wait, excuse me. Uh. Yes, Ricky says something through his tape, and Luke rips it off and point the and points the gun directly in his eye, Fucking like touching wild. it. Yeah, Jesus Christ, how scary! Yeah, that was a real scary moment. Like yeah. once again, like the fact that he's a kid, he seems more intimidating because like he's a kid, so he's pretty much a loose cannon. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. And oh man, yeah, I mean, the, and think about it from anyone's perspective, looking down the barrel of a gun—that's just so scary. One hundred percent. Sorry, excuse me. One second. Keep talking. <laughs> um, I think we just edit this part out, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a podcast. Um, so sorry, I had to close up my little shutters here. Uh, Ricky says something through his through his tape. And Luke actually rips rips it off and points the gun directly into his eye. Ricky says that he needs to use the bathroom and begins to pee while sitting in the chair. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! He's and I would imagine that he's just fucking terrified, right? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! I feel and I feel scared for him, like. 
because who who he's looking who down the barrel of a gun himself in this situation yeah ever like a little kid has me hostage mm-hmm. like fuck just wrap your head around that you know it's weird um <laughs> Luke tells him to stop it and like his voice is getting like super high pitched yeah <laughs> um and then goes to clean it up then takes out the trash. Luke gets out of Luke gets out of one of the binding. Oh, excuse me, not Luke. Sorry, Ashley gets out of one of the bindings and starts working on her leg. Next, I thought that was a little interesting that she was cutting it with her leg and like why she just didn't unravel it. That's a really good point, but I think uh, it's going to be maybe she, yeah. Maybe she thought it would take too long. Yeah, I would think it would be a lot easier to just cut it up. I don't know. It took a long time. It did, but like. I, I, you had to find that stem where true. it starts and all that, and it's really wrapped around. Like that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I could I could see how that could be a little bit of a. Bleh. Uh, Ricky shares a heart to heart in this moment, letting her know that he is super proud of her for going for getting to the college that she wanted to go into, and that she is actually going to college. Uh, he lets her know that Luke is coming back, and she cleans up the blood with the with her sock. Oh, excuse me. Um, that was on the floor from before. Luke takes a chair and uh, sits right behind them. He then tells them that he wants to. Uh, he wants them to have sex and he wants to watch. Yeah, it was Jesus. I I literally thought that's what was gonna go down. Like I was like, dude, this is fucking twisted. Yeah, but this kid is twisted. And Jesus Christ, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. Ricky gets a little macho at this point, but Luke points the gun back at Ricky's head and shuts him right up. Uh, and sa- and um, Luke says that Ashley claims that she is a virgin, but he bets that Ricky hits that t- about twice a day. <laughs> Ricky doesn't say anything, and Luke now knows that it's actually true that they have not had sex. Um, uh, Luke tells him that that he's just kidding and that he's not a perv. <laughs> After he filled her up. Right, exactly. Fucking creep. Uh, the look on this kid's face is fucking maniacal. Like, he looks insane. Yeah, he's twisted for sure. Jesus Christ. This kid's a great actor. Yeah, and <laughs> he has those creepy eyes. He has really bright blue yeah. eyes. And, man, this kid knows how to give this a look. Just screaming, I'm fucking crazy. Be careful. Right. And the fact that most of these people are, are or most of these kids are Australian. Yeah. And they all are do, doing English accents like perfectly. Yeah, it doesn't feel like if if I didn't know beforehand, I would never have guessed there were yeah, Australian sure. actors or anything. One hundred percent. Um, Ashley or Luke smells something and goes into the living room and yells at Garrett for smoking weed in his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashley uh, takes this time to uh, still try and get out of her restraints. She now has two restraints gone. Luke comes back and tells Ricky to to take a hit from the joint. Ricky tells him no, and Ashley sticks up for him. Um, Because, like, Ricky's just like, nah, I don't do that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Luke gives him a choice if he would like to take a hit from the joint or a hit from the gun. (laughs) Okay, you're a crazy little son of a bitch. Ricky smokes it, and and the smoke goes right through the hole in his cheek, dude. Dude, that pain. Like, I could, Oh, my God. Not only do you have a fucking hole in your cheek because you got stabbed with a pencil, but just imagine that, like, fiery sensation and smoke irritating it. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. It it made me 
Oh, Jesus. Maybe like quiver when I watched it. Definitely. It was it was definitely a little shocking to watch for sure. Both Garrett and Luke think this is the coolest shit ever, though. Yeah. And, uh, and again, like, that duality. Awesome. They're just fucking little boys, right? Oh, my gosh. Luke holds Ricky's nose and mouth. This is fucked up. To make sure that the weed stays in his system. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, the only thing that would have made this scene even more messed up is if he would have held the hole, too. Well, I, I thought he initially was doing it because the – I saw it as, like, it must hurt. Because at first they're just, like, they're really surprised that it's coming out of his his wound. Yeah. And I thought he was doing it because he knows that it's going to hurt. going to hurt him. Yeah. But then also it's like, oh, yeah, it's in your system. Right. When we uh, wrap this all up, it'll be you to blame. Right. Uh, they drag him to the foyer. Uh, Luke walks. Uh, Luke walks off to grab a rope and paint can. And I was like, yep, just like Home Alone. Yep. Fucked. Oh, man. Luke goes upstairs to set up his weapon. Meanwhile, Ashley is hard at work trying to get out of her restraints, um, out of her restraints to get the gun that's on the counter. Luke is upstairs ta- uh, looking over the banister and drops the paint can while while on the rope. Um, both Ricky and Garrett are very scared at this point. Garrett uh, does not want to kill Ricky at all. But Garrett has this great line where he says, you're going to fucking home alone him? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great line. Uh, Garrett does not want to kill Ricky at all and tries to stop Luke from doing this. And I said, Garrett is actually just as much of a victim here as both Ashley and Ricky right now. Yeah, he's the henchman. Yeah, seriously. And he's, I feel so bad for Garrett. Like, I, I go back and forth. That's I, true. I yeah. am like this. I feel bad for this kid because he didn't realize the situation he was getting into. But at the same time, he he did go on his own free will to a certain extent. That's true. But at the same time, I also feel like he he has this this sense of Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, like he feels like he can't really get away from Luke. You're totally right. Like he he, he has this loyalty to him yep. that is like unbeknownst. Right? And he says it's because they're best friends. Right. Yeah. And like obviously Garrett knows that, like the shit that he found out tonight. Like he he was just like like obviously you're fucked up, and I do believe that you intentionally meant to kill my hamster. Yeah. Now that I'm seeing you do all this crazy shit, so yeah. Luke drops something down uh, t- uh, to Garrett to blindfold Ricky. Garrett hesitantly does it. Ricky screams for Ashley. She gets uh, she gets out en- enough to grab. She gets out of enough her- of her restraints to grab the gun on the counter and run in like Wonder Woman. Damn, chair and all. Man, I was so excited at this point. I'm like, fuck yeah! Stoked. She got out. She got the I was gun. Stoked. Don't was- fuck up. I, I literally told him, I said it out loud when I was watching it. Shoot the fucking kid. Yeah, immediately. Immediately. Uh, she yells at Luke to, to, uh, to put the paint can down or she will shoot him. Luke says okay and throws the paint can over the banister. Ugh. Jesus fucking Christ. It hits Ricky right in the face, but all you see is, a yellow, is yellow paint splatter and blood pouring down on his shoes. Did you also see the yellow paint and blood on Garrett's face? Because yep. Garrett's standing right next And they're to all him. mixed together. Good old ketchup and mustard. Uh, yeah. Damn. That shit was crazy. Um, and he, I, I remember thinking, he fucking did it. Yeah. He just straight up killed he him. He just killed him. First death of the night. And everyone had the exact same reaction as we did. Yeah, like, seriously. holy Because it was super shocking. Yeah. Like, and they, we don't see it. Yeah, which is don't. Which is fine. But what makes this so shocking is that 
he actually went through with it, and we had a feeling that he was going to do it mm-hmm. eventually. But at the same time, the fact that he did it, and he laughs, he about laughs it. at it. Yeah. yeah, like it was just like he's oh. like, oh, I fucking told you it would work. Yeah, his head exploded. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so Luke is so stoked that his head exploded and walks downstairs. Ashley points the gun at Luke and questions his laughter. She holds the gun up and pulls the trigger, but nothing. He has this great line where he says that my parents aren't going to irresponsibly leave bullets in a gun while their son is in the house. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. That line just makes you know how smart this kid actually kind of is. Yeah, exactly. She starts to run back into the kitchen. You get this awesome look of the blood and mixed with the paint on the floor. And this just looks incredible. It looks like angel wings and it it just looks incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke yells at Garrett to go get her. Garrett runs out to go get her, but is struggling. She clocks him right in the face, and Garrett is not trying to hurt her, but is letting her know that this would be easier if they both just went back into the house. Garrett grabs the chair, um, and it breaks. Ashley jumps over the fence. Garrett tries tries and falls down on the doghouse. I put here, where's the dog? Yeah. So it makes me think, like, back to the thing, like, Maybe he killed the dog. Maybe it quote-unquote ran, ran away, away, but... But he actually killed it. Yeah, really good point. Ashley makes it over, and she hears carolers outside. She screams help, but is soon knocked out by something and falls back on the ground Ugh, in the snow. Kills me, man. When she got over the fence, I was like, fuck, yes. She did it. She got away. Dude. Nope. And, no. man, these carolers, man, with horror, horror holiday Christ. movies. Always fucking shit up. Oh, they continue to sing. Uh, they continue to sing. Luke walks up to her, and she and she walks up to her, and you see that the, it's the brick from earlier that broke through the window. Yeah, where it's broken in half, but it still says, "You leave, you die, you die." <laughs> Damn. So I'm. He must have just chucked it from the house, right? I think he just. Yeah, I think he just chucked it at her. Damn. Oh my god. But yeah. it's like, yeah, like. At that point, if she gets away, he's fucked, and he can probably cover up her death. 100%. Luke is outside listening to the carolers and handing them hot chocolate. Or we cut to Luke outside listening to the carolers and handing them hot chocolate. Ashley is in the living room tied up with Christmas lights and gagged. Um, This actually looks really good. Yeah, and um, he's in a little cute Christmas sweater now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's all jolly now. Ashley is in the living room, tied up with Christmas lights and gagged. Uh, Luke goes back inside the house talking to Ashley. He strokes her hair, and she tricks him, uh, saying that, oh, this, like, kind of like woos him, like, oh, I like that kind of thing. And he's like, oh, you like that? Yeah. He goes in co- like, closer mm-hmm. to try to give him a kiss, or give her a kiss, but she knees him in the balls she fucking instead. nails him. Perfect. Awesome. Garrett asks, why did he have to kill Ricky earlier? And Garrett's on the couch, like, face down. And you can tell, like, Garrett is, like, going through the motions right now. He's like, like this... he's, like, probably thinking, like, why am I still here? <laughs> he's probably hoping to wake up from this nightmare. Yeah. Uh, Luke blames Garrett for getting him killed because he smoked weed. But Garrett, uh, Garrett retorts by saying that it's just fucking weed. You didn't have to kill him. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Luke is um, Luke is pep talking Garrett uh, to get back into the game. Luke texts Jeremy from Ashley's phone. Garrett is completely defeated at this point and doesn't even have the energy to listen to Ashley plead for her escape. I can't believe it. Like at this point, He's like defeated. 
yeah, it's so tough because like, yeah, your friend's fucking crazy, but how are you gonna just gonna sit there? You can so easily try to turn this around, 100%. take advantage of the trust the that's given. Situation. Yeah, but at this time, this is where I'm like, fuck this, fuck Garrett as well. True. Because like, True. It's how hard. how could someone let some all that happen? God, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Jeremy in his car outside drinking a beer and practicing what he's going to say to Ashley. <laughs> um, he gets out of the car and trips over the mechanism outside of the house that was used uh, to throw the the brick earlier. Uh, fun fact, uh, J- the person who plays Jeremy is Dacre Montgomery from Stranger Things. Yeah, I love this dude. <laughs> he is so fine. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie, man. Uh, he's a good-looking man My fucking right there. boy crush right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Good-looking dude. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Jeremy is at the window knocking on it and uh, calling for Ashley in the backyard. Like, he's knocking on the window in the backyard. And I was just like, this is Well, odd. I think I think Luke had texted him, like, Come go through the back. The back. Yeah. yeah. Or no, when he called, he was like, come through the back. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. it was all planned. Yeah, it was all. Of course, it was right. Planned. Yeah, fucking Luke, dude. Um, Garrett is asking, t- asking, uh, asking Ashley to be quiet and is covering her mouth. Um, Luke goes outside to meet with Jeremy. He tells Jeremy to have a seat. Um, it's on a timer, or I think my cat turned it off. <laughs> um, he tells Jeremy to have a seat on the swing back to Garrett in the house with Ashley, and you can see the pain in both of their eyes. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Like, this this scene honestly kind of broke my heart. Like, you could tell Garrett is just like, I need to I need to try to save you. Yeah. Like, I need to try to save you. I can't keep you here. And Ashley's crying, and oh, this was a tough scene. Uh, Luke and Jeremy are back outside, and Luke, is t- Luke tells him that Ashley wants him to write down his apology. He writes it down, and Luke is not satisfied with what he wrote and tells him to write it again. Garrett uh, takes off her gag, and she is trying to convince him that Luke is not his friend and that he just is using him uh, to get what he truly wants. At this point, yeah. I think it's really apparent that she is also trying to manipulate Garrett. 100%. She can see that he is a follower, he's weak-minded, and she's going to do what she can to survive. I don't blame her. Yeah. I don't blame her either. I don't blame her. Because I would have used, I would have done the same tactic, and then I would have fucking had him locked up. Yeah, 100%. Fuck both these kids. Uh, Fuck them kids. For real. She tells him that if he if he lets him go, that she will not let Luke hurt him. Cut back to, out, uh, to outside was Jeremy and Luke. Uh, with Jeremy and Luke is no longer standing in front of him. Jeremy calls out to Luke and tells him that he is done, but no answer. A black cat runs right in front of his legs. Luke runs behind him and puts a rope around his neck. Luke turns on a lawnmower and it start it starts raising Jeremy up higher and higher on the branch, strangling him. Fucking wild, dude! And the black cat, I love that touch. I think that's the same cat. That uh, had her abruptly stop in her car. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And black cats unlucky. Fuck, man. Like, and this, this is a brutal hanging. It is. I mean, whenever like, you see it's that, it's kind of rough. Yeah. Like, like, uh, and it plays with the the swing that he's sitting on. He's trying, yeah, he's trying to, to, to get to his footing it, on it, to, and then he goes higher. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. Uh, that movie does this a lot. It makes you think there's an there's out here. Bit of, yeah. There's a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope, and, and he's like, nope. Very quickly, it's like, right away from yep, just kidding. No Fuck. way. Luke uh, drives the, once the deed is done, uh, Luke drives drives the uh, lawnmower back into the shed. Uh, and I put this kid is nuts. 
Like, even as an audience member, you're exhausted. Yeah, definitely. Because you're just like, there's only been two kills, but the way he is terrorizing these people. Just how everything is strategized and methodically planned out. It's just, it's... It works well. It's hard to watch because, man, there are people out there like that. 100%. Uh, we end the scene with the note from Jeremy apologizing and saying that he loves her. And I put this as a nice touch because it also plays very well as a suicide note. Exactly. Um, back inside, and Garrett is cutting the restraints for Ashley. He apologizes to her and letting her know that it, was suppo- it wasn't supposed to be like this tonight. He kisses her on the cheek and is about to say something else, but is shot by Luke's crazy ass with the shotgun. Jaw dropped. 100%. I really thought that Luke would not hurt him Shit. at all. And when he came to Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> and he shouts, look at what you made me do. Yeah. Fuck. And he and you can tell there's a struggle going on mentally within Luke. He's like, 100%. you fucking made me do this. I never wanted to do this, but you made me do this. This is not me. Yeah. This, this is wasn't, you. This wasn't a part of the plan. Yeah. Like, this was not you a part of the plan. You the fucked plan. us over. Uh, Garrett is in the living room and bleeding out but screaming for help. Luke is yelling at Garrett, why did you make me do that? Garrett has a moment where he is co- is completely a child at this point, and he calls for his mom one last time before Luke shoots him. <sighs> Damn. This is the only time he talked about his mom. Yeah. Uh, Luke yells fuck you repeatedly to his dead corpse um, and goes back to Ashley shortly after. He sits next to her and she asks him, um, you, ne- you, were never, you were never going to let me go, were you? And Luke says, guilty. It's, it's, yeah, it's funny because like after he shoots... Crime for him. Yeah, he shoots Garrett dead and something clicks off mentally. It's like he shuts off his emotions, and he's just 100%. like, he's I'm just, over it. He's just like, you know what? May as well just close everything off. The jig is up. Yeah. Like, there's no point now. Yeah. And she she knows Jeremy was around, and she knows Jeremy's dead now. Yeah. Like, she just knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke is telling Ashley about her mom and uh, the way that her that her mom used to tuck him in in bed. Um, his mom. His mom? Yeah. Or Luke her? is talking about his own mom. Oh, oh, oh yeah. excuse me. Did I say her mom? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, Luke is telling Ashley about his mom. My bad. I put her here. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, uh, And the way that she used to tuck him into bed um, and hold him, but then she uh, will stop and let him go. Ashley starts to cry and says, I know exactly why she would stop, then closes her eyes. I love this. This was awesome. Luke asks why um, repeatedly and to open her eyes and continues to yell at her to say something, but she never does. I love this. She's just fucking with him. Yeah. She just knows. Because she knows. Like, she was like, I may as well just die. Yeah. And just get the last yeah. laugh. Just let me get the last laugh out of this and fucking kill me. Um, Luke goes behind her, pulls out the pocket knife, the same exact pocket knife that was inside of her tire. Yep. And stabs her in the neck. You don't see it. You don't see it. You don't see where, but it's like kind of insinuated that it's stabbed in the neck. She does it. Yeah. <laughs> the little the little neck stab yeah. sounds that we get in movies. <laughs> but I remember thinking once he did it, I was like, that's it? Like this guy literally didn't. He got away. Like it, it felt weird. Yeah. I literally thought he was going to sexually abuse her. And like, he, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad. Who knows if he yeah, tried after it, yeah, he she was. Have like stab but 
fuck. I was like, this kid is just literally wants to kill. He wants yeah. to cause harm. He wants to cause death. It kind of makes me think, though, too, like, let's think about how long this probably transpired. Because the parents said they'll be back at 1130. Oh, I got a big gripe about this movie. I just remembered. What is it? The clock. There's a clock in the kitchen slash dining room uh-huh. that just shows random ass hours. Yes. When you first start the movie, it's around 1.30. Then later in the movie, it's at 7.30. And then it's at 10.30. And then it's at like 4.30. Yeah. And I, I think the clock wasn't supposed to be a big factor in the movie. Yeah. But they shouldn't have set any times. Oh, the clock should not have been there. They should have been there. Yeah. yeah. They should have taken that away. Um, because like the, the, all of this seems like it, t- it took hours but i can assume that they she probably got there around six or seven yeah like let's 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 say six because it's daylight savings time right Mm -hmm. because it's during christmas um so six ish it's nighttime already when she gets there when she arrives Mm -hmm. uh and she says to to ricky on the phone that the parents will be back at around 11 30 yep um so granted that's that's not long. Yeah, I would say probably That's anywhere like between five six hours. Yeah, so maybe the length of the movie, maybe two to six right. hours. Exactly. So. so it just makes me think, like, okay, like what time is it? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. Well, we know it's not really midnight right. yet. Yeah, right. Like the parents aren't home yet, and we had a uh, carol carolers. We did have carolers, outside, so, so it was still probably early. Yeah, the carolers aren't going to be caroling at twelve and twelve a.m. Yeah, and if you are. Call and, <laughs> and he had to clean up everything before eleven thirty. So yeah, it everything probably like all the intense stuff probably went down in like two hours. I would imagine like the length of the movie and then the cleanup afterwards. Yeah, probably took probably like another like an hour, hour or two. Yeah, uh, Luke goes back outside to be and begins planting the blame on Jeremy's corpse. Uh, he is going around and planting the evidence all over the place. This little and I put here. This little fucker had this whole thing figured out. Yep. He had plan after plan after plan. He's done it before. One hundred percent. He had. To, he has to have done. This, this can't before. be his first rodeo. He is dancing around the house while he is doing all of this. He is tracking his parents at the same time and puts everything back where it is. Luke remembers that Ricky has a hole in his cheek at the very last minute and goes back downstairs to stick another pencil in his cheek and drop it next to his body. Which, by the way, it's in the foyer. So as soon as the parents open the door, that's the first thing they see. Yeah. Jesus Christ, how traumatizing. And I think it shows, well, actually, because I was going to say it shows that he defended himself, but then he continues to set up another pencil on his doorknob. Yeah. And it looked like he never left. To make left. it seem like he never left. He made it seem like that, the, that there was an intruder uh, that came in, and the intruder was Jeremy, jealous uh, of Ricky. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Because they knew that Ricky was her boyfriend. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a fucked up situation. He is rushing to get back into his room, but he has to put the pencil on the door. He can't quite. He can't seem to quite get the pencil on the door while he's trying to close it very slowly. So he does it from the outside. Um, he he goes outside of a window and tries to get to uh, get to his room and t- from another window. He drops a decoration while he is trying to get into his room, but eventually ends up making it. His parents are outside pulling up to the house while Luke is on the top of the ceiling or on yeah on the roof. Yeah, um, and he almost drops like the candy cane thing and off. And he the catches roof. it. Yeah, yeah, just like just, just out of suspense, which is it's fucker. done really well. It's like, done very well. It's making it enjoyable right. to watch 100%. up to the very end like is he and, and it, this felt a little weird for me because all of this like that that just that one scene 
kind of made me forget about what he did in the house. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. It makes you... It made it seem innocent. It flips it over and it makes you start rooting for him, even though you don't want to, but subconsciously, like, oh, fuck, are you going to make it? Like, are you going to make it? Exactly. You just want to see if this kid could actually pull this all off. Right. And I think... What a genius movie. Right? It's it's impressive because it's like, wow, everything you did is fucked up, but really? Are you right. gonna you gonna do everything right? Oh I want to see that. His parents are outside coming into the house while Luke is in in bed. You can hear his mom screaming downstairs. She runs to check in on Luke, but he is sound asleep because he took a sleeping pill. Yeah. Um, the police came and Luke wakes up, uh, wakes back up while his mom is holding him. You can hear a cop yell, "We have we have one alive down here." Ooh, he, he you could see it on his face. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Luke, looking incredibly nervous at this point, slightly sits up. Uh, DeAndre gets up to check. Luke walks to his window, and you can see Ashley on a stretcher looking up at him through the window. And she does my favorite oh, thing. Fuck. She just fucking flips him off. Hell yeah. While looking up at Luke, Ashley lifts up her hand and flips his ass off. And I was like, that's right, you little fucker. She made it. And you can see the look on his face where he's like, I'm fucked. It's over. Yeah. Like, it's done. Like, I, I can't run out there and just kill her. Yeah. Um, although I did think he was going to do that. Like, you think I, so? I, I thought he was going to run out there and just be like, fuck it. I'm already caught. Yeah. Like, man, as well. <laughs> I love the ending because it kind of closes I there, love right? This ending. And then it lets you, it lets you brainstorm. Like, is he going to come up with another master plan to, right. you know, call out that this was all a lie and that she was actually an attacker or who knows what, right? But I love that it's left open for interpretation. God, I love it. I love it. Uh, the paramedics put her into the ambulance and take her away. We are left with Luke looking out of the window while his mom is hugging him from behind. End credits. Goddamn. I like this movie. I love this fucking movie so much. It made me really pissed off when I was watching it because I fucking hated Luke. But yeah, I would watch it again this year. One hundred percent. Like this, this movie is crazy enjoyable, and it's very rare for a horror film to kind of not necessarily keep you on edge. Like that, that happens in horror movies. That's what it's supposed to do. But uh, like constantly have you conflicting your own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a weird experience that this movie gives you. It's so strange. Um, I don't have any facts on this movie. This actually is really hard to find anything about this movie. It was it was really tough for me. Um, but yes, let us know what you thought about Better Watch Out over on Twitter. Um, do you agree with us? Was this movie fucked up? Was it not? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but let us know how you feel. Um, let me just double check to see what the next movie is on our list really fast here because um, I know it's a, it's a good one because uh, I have a few things scheduled for us for this month. If you want to tweet at us regarding those conversations, yes. um, you can find me at David Celery and you can find Prince at The Head Knight. That is I. Yes, you can. And you can find the whole podcast family over on um, at Good Night Life and that's Night with a K. <laughs> our next movie and it's actually going to be the one that will end off our our little month here because we are going to be talking about Anna and the Apocalypse which is a musical about zombies oh hell yeah, yeah. I love musicals <laughs> it's going to oh be my fantastic. goodness I am really excited oh yeah so we can end the new year or the, the old year <laughs> <laughs> we can end this decade with Anna and the Apocalypse uh, we will begin the new year with our blast from a from the past, 
uh, which I'm very excited for. Damn, we're super ending the decade. We're ending the decade. That is insane. We're going to be starting 2020 very strong. It's going to be the 20s. Let's oh hope it's gosh. as good as the 1920s. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> With less res- racism. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Goes without saying. <laughs> I just met the parties. I already knew what you meant. No, you <laughs> this was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts. Also known. Oh, excuse me. Wow, I'm already skipping shit. I'm tired. <laughs> I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. Across from me, we had David. Ho ho, spoop. <laughs> also known as Knightly. Our efforts of, to getting this show out is not enough. We need your help to spread us out some more ghoulish nights. Rating us with five stars is very helpful, but we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone you know who would enjoy it. You can further support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife. And that's night with what? Okay. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. 